Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We found the telephone and electricity line. Described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Every culture has its own religion or set of religions. On November 1st, 1962, a man named Adolfo de Jesus was born. He would later become a practitioner of a religion that he used to gain money, power, and a body count that we may never truly know what the final total is. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Adolfo de Jesus Constanzo was born on November 1, 1962, to a Cuban immigrant mother in Miami, Florida. His mother, who had him when she was just 15, moved the family to San Juan, Puerto Rico, after her first husband died. It was there that the former altar boy began accompanying his mothers on trips to Haiti to learn about voodoo. By nine, he was familiar with the practices of Santeria, and when he was just a teen, he became the apprentice of a local practitioner of Palo Mayobe, which is considered one of the most powerful and feared forms of black magic. This, coupled with his new stepfather's involvement in drug dealing, created a dangerous combination. This new religion he adopted involved the ritualistic sacrifice of animals, and after moving to Mexico City as an adult, he started gaining followers and switching his sacrifices from animals to humans. Adolfo and his followers began making a profit off of casting spells to bring good luck, a spell that, according to records, cost around $4,500. This set of skills was particularly useful for his new clientele, rich members of Mexican society, high-ranking corrupt policemen, and powerful drug dealers and hitmen. At first, when he needed a particularly strong spell, Adolfo would raid graveyards for human bones to put in his cauldron, or nanganga. Before long, the bones of the already deceased weren't enough, and the cult escalated to live human sacrifices. Soon, the mutilated bodies of around 20 victims were found in and around Mexico City. He and those who followed and used his services truly believed that his spells were responsible for the success of many Mexican cartels, and he soon demanded that he become a full business partner with one of the most powerful families at the time, the Calzados. When they rejected his proposal, seven members of the family just simply disappeared. 
When their bodies began to turn up, they were missing fingers, toes, ears, brains, and, in one case, a spine. He moved on and became close to another cartel, the Hernandez brothers. Around this time, he met a woman named Sarah Aldrede, who he soon appointed as the high priestess of his cult. The pair began, through the cult, shipping marijuana over the border to the U.S. He not only was in with other cartels, but had started his own drug trade with ease. After all, if he had a problem with anyone or had rival dealers, they would simply disappear at the hands of one of his spells. He ran schemes, like posing as a DEA agent, to take a dealer's supply and then resell it himself, and scare anyone who got in his way with his black magic. He was untouchable, or so he thought. In 1989, Adolfo Costanza decided that his latest spell needed the brain of an American student, Mark Kilroy. The 21-year-old Texas student was in Mexico on spring break when, on March 13th, he was abducted by Adolfo's henchmen and brought to their ranch. After he was reported missing, the Texan government pressured the Mexican police to make the case a priority. On April 9th, some of the members of Adolfo's cult drove past a police roadblock without stopping, and a pursuit began. The driver, Serafin Hernandez, believed that, because of Adolfo's spells, he was invisible, and he was shocked when police were able to follow him. He, again believing in the spells of his leader, invited the police to shoot him because he was bulletproof. He and an accomplice were arrested and taken to the ranch, where they searched for drugs and firearms. They returned the next morning for another, more thorough search when they found the cauldron that contained a dead black cat, blood, spiders, scorpions, a turtle shell, bones, deer antlers, and a human brain. Further investigation of the ranch turned up 15 mutilated corpses, one of which was that of Mark Kilroy, who had died from a machete chop to the neck. Police had their man, but Adolfo Constanzo had already fled to Mexico City with four of his followers, including his high priestess, Sarah. On May 2nd, in an effort to save herself, Sarah tossed a note out of the window of a small apartment they were hiding in. It told their exact location and that a woman, her, was being held hostage and wanted to talk before they killed her. The note was found by a passerby who thought it was a joke and didn't report it. But who did report something were the neighbors of the apartment. They were annoyed by the loud noises coming from next door and called police. When the police arrived, Adolfo opened fire and started a 45-minute shootout that ended, miraculously, with only one policeman being injured. When he realized that he may be captured and spend the rest of his life in prison, Adolfo Constanzo turned to a follower, Alvaro de Leon Valdez, and told him to shoot him and a fellow member, Martin Quintana. After protesting, Alvaro accepted his orders, Martin and Adolfo hugged each other, and were both shot at close range with a machine gun. Police arrested the remaining members. In the end, 14 cultists were indicted on several charges, including murder, weapons and narcotics violations, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. 
Sarah Aldrede was ordered to serve 60 years in prison and, if she is ever released, American authorities plan to charge her for the murder of Mark Kilroy, sending her right back to prison. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 2nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.